Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, super unlucky main characters who are sold to demons, overly affectionate grandfather figures, high school antics, magic, and some meta-humor. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 378, Welcome to Demon School, Irmacoon. Hello everyone and welcome to a very special episode of the Spark and Monger Review. I'm your host Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hope you've been well during this really weird time and hope things are going relaxed and things are going great for you guys. Things are alright with me. I'm getting ready, I'm psyched, I'm, things are looking up and well, I'm getting ready just because August is coming. I got a couple of events to do and more importantly than that i am super stressed out because next week i have panels due for an upcoming online convention and i haven't worked on them at all so we're going to see what happens with that but i'm boring anyone who just joined us so if you join us for the first time welcome sparking is some podcast vague reviews about connectly enhanced narratives pretty much what that means is every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics and since this is the manga review obviously we talk about manga and i tell you the pros and cons about it how the art style is the overarching plot and if it's worth investing your time in or not you have to do anything that i my co-host say but we try to be educational exciting enlightening and most importantly entertaining you can check out any of our earlier episodes at www.spirekin.com we're also on instagram facebook youtube spotify twitter twitch stitcher and various other social media sites, just look up S-P-I-R-A-K-N, and I guarantee you'll find us one way or the other. So, now that that's out of the way, hope you guys have been doing good, and hope you've been doing well. As you've known, we've been kind of switching things up a little bit with all the different formats, and we finally decided on a good format for the podcast. We're going to start off with our manga news, and then we go to our review, and then... Before we do that one, not only the Wheel of Manga, I tell you about the new releases for the week. So, since it's that time, let's talk about manga news. We've got some great ones this week, some which are crazy, some which are unusual, and some which are a little bit weird. So, first off, on August 17th of this year, Hinohime will launch a manga adaptation of Nuku Nekomata and Heroes manga known as Ano Oni Kyoshiga Boku Ari ni Narudeska. Or, That Demonic Teacher Will Be My Sister light novel. And this is going to be released in the August issue of Kodansha's Shonen Magazine Edge. And this light novel centers on a boy who's initially overjoyed at the news of him having an older sister due to his father remarrying a woman who now has a daughter. But he finds out that his new sister is actually his school's strict PE teacher, Sheena. Now, with his father going off to live with his new wife, the boy will live alone with his new sister. In their new life together, the boy finds out that Sheena at work is completely different from Sheena at home. Clumsy, scared of insects, and most importantly, kind. How will they work out? What will happen? Well, you got have to find out by reading this weird light novel or the manga adaptation of this light novel. So, kind of intrigued by this. It seems a little different. It does seem like it's doing something like you know, it's a typical, you're in love with your new sibling from a new marriage, but I'm curious what they're going to do with this. Anyway, other manga news. On August 6th, 2020, Hitoshi Motomiya, the creator of Salaryman Kintaro, which we reviewed in an earlier episode, will be launching a new book titled Boku Omasyo, or I'm Here, You Know? And this can be released in the 36th-37th issue of Shuisha's Young Jump magazine. And this bureaucratic survival lesson manga centers on a young man who works as an unchanging municipal office worker. But now he's going to stand up and make his voice heard. So this is one of those ones where it's that stand up for yourself and see what happens. This one is very bureaucratic based 
And it's one that's designed specifically for office workers. So I don't know if this is going to be great or bad. We're going to have to wait and see. So in other news, on July 22nd, Tsuya Chiba, the creator of Ashida no Joe, will be publishing his Akudama manga in Kodansha's Morning Magazine. Now, Chiba has been posting the Akudama manga on his Manga Day-to-Day -day Twitter account. And this is a Twitter account you could check right now, and it has a new manga every single day. It's been going on for a while, and this centers on everyday life in the midst of the new coronavirus disease, or COVID-19. It's very precedent, and it's a very, well, realistic manga dealing with the current situation and deals with a lot of topics, including, you know, staying at home, dealing with building forts, things like that, and also just dealing with how dangerous it is right now. I'm intrigued to see this released as a Tangoban, so we'll see how that goes. On Monday the 13th of July, Viz Media's Shonen Jump service will begin publishing the English version of Ghost Reaper Girl, the latest manga from Akisi Saiki, a.k.a. Kihisa Ikeda, that's the creator of Rosario Plus Vampire, and this is going to be released surprisingly in a left-to-right format which is very unusual because usually it's right to left, but anyway. And Ghost Reaper Girl follows Chloe Love, a girl who fights back against ghosts who are trying to grab her. This will have a bi-monthly release schedule, so that's not too bad. Also, since it just came out this Monday, well, I don't know how it's going to go. I'm kind of excited because it's a new volume by the person who made Rosario Plus Vampire, but not sure how it's going to go. I will let you know what I think about it once I spin it on the Wheel of Manga. Either way, let's get back to the news. So, last Saturday on July 11th, Banya Yoshida launched a spin-off manga from Yuki Yuka's bottom-tier character Tomozaki, or Jakakara Tomozaki-kun, the light novel, and this was released on Shokokuken's Manga 1 app. Now, the spin-off is titled Nanami Minami wa Kagayakita, or Minami Nanami Wishes to Shine, and this is being penned by Yuka, who's the manga's original story creator. And it focuses on the titular character Minami Nanami, who is a popular, talented, athletic girl who is nevertheless constantly second place to main character from Tomozaki Aoi. Is this going to be good? Is it bad? Well, this is very similar to the spinoff for Watamone, which is, I can't believe you guys don't like my friend. So this is going to be kind of similar to that, where it's taking a secondary character and trying to elevate them to a main character. Will this be more popular than the original series? Not sure. But I guess we have to wait and see. So last Friday, July 10th, the Manichi Shimban's Manichi Weekly website began publishing an abridged English version of Kenji Nakazawa's Barefoot Gen, a.k.a. Hadashi no Gen, the manga. Now this is featuring a select scene, and including explanations for Japanese speaker the speakers who are learning English. And they're going to be uploading the series every Monday in a total of 20 parts until August 5th, the day before the anniversary date of the 1955 U.S. atomic bombing of Hiroshima. Now, the abridged manga will remain online until the end of August, and the Manichi Shimban hopes to spread Nakazawa's message of no more Hiroshima's, no more Nakazaki's, and no more... Hibakusha, or Atomic Bomb Victims. Now, for those of you who don't know, Barefoot Gen is the story of Gen, a young man who lives through the bombing of Hiroshima. It's a little bit of an autobiographical story because Kenji is relating a lot of what he saw during that time 
through this manga. It's heartbreaking and uplifting because, again, while dealing with this stuff, tries to keep a positive outlook on life despite everything going on. It's truly a story which is focusing on no more Hiroshima's, no more Nakazaki's, and no more Hakakusha's. So if you have a chance, read it. I highly recommend it. Anyway, so going more backwards in time, on July 7th, Penguin Random House released a new English translated versions of author Iko Kadono's Kiki's Delivery Service, Maho no Takyubin novel in English. And this is being translated by Emily Balistreri. So if you've always wanted to read the Kiki's Delivery Service novel, you can pick it up from Penguin Random House. I'm kind of excited for this. I may have ordered this because I want to see how this goes. I've read the actual novels for Castle in the Sky and um, Howl's Moving Castle and The Borrowers, which is what Arietta was based off of. So I'm intrigued to see how Kiki's Delivery Service compares to the novel. What did they take? What did they change? I'm kind of excited for that. So we have um, one more really big, well, two more big piece of news first off we have an update on the delisting situation so the origin of the delisting that occurred on amazon actually started in australia where the sydney brands of kinokuya removed seven manga titles from its shelves following a written complaint by south australian legislator connie boneros and she wrote an email that she was concerned the bookstores hosting child pornographic books and called for removal of these offensive books after the title was removed, she proceeded to question if this was removed globally. So she is on a, well, witch hunt to destroy all mangas because she thinks it's all child pornographic material. And now, Boneros belongs to the SA Best Party, the central affiliate's affiliate party for South Australian state elections. In February of this year, Senator Sterling Griff from the Central Alliance called for a review of all anime and manga currently accessible in Australia, expressing concern about media depicting child exploitation. And the example that Griff used was Arrow Manga Sensei as an example of them depicting child exploitation that heavily featured incest themes, and many scenes are so disturbing that he wouldn't describe them. And if you've read Arrow Manga Sensei, well, I don't know if that's the best subject, but yeah, kind of hit it on the nose a little bit, but it's not that messed up. Um, the Australian Clarification Board responded to Griff's criticisms at the time, saying that it is aware of the concerns involving Sword Art Online Extradition, No Game, No Life, and Arrow Manga Sensei Volume 1 and 2, and they rated content the same as criteria that's used for live-action or animated films, so they're just kind of doing what they can. Now, fun little fact, in Australia it's illegal to produce, process, or distribute pornographic or abusive material depicting a person under the age of 18. In 2008, a New South Wales Supreme Court judge ruled that a pornographic cartoon depicting characters from The Simpsons was child pornography. Under Japan's current child pornographic longs, fiction depictions such as anime and manga are exempt from the law. So this is an interesting kerfluffle. So yeah, so if you're wondering why we're not able to get certain stuff from Amazon, well, thank Australia, and more importantly, Connie Boneros. And for those of you who are listening and you're from Australia, tell me, is this lady as crazy as she sounds? And what are your opinions on the fact that the world is going to be censored because of this crazy lady? Let me know. Zanatspirakin.com. It's X-A-N at S-P-I-R-A-K-N dot com. So we got to think of something happy to end this off. So we got one more piece of news before we get to our manga review. And this one's actually one which is actually exciting. 
On July 21st, which was yesterday, Manga Publisher Shuisa's new business development department in conjunction with the editorial department of Shuisha's weekly Shonen Jump magazine announced that they'd be launching the Shuisha Startup Accelerator Program, Manga Tech 2020. Now, Manga Tech 2020 is a program that seeks idea submissions from those who want to change the future of manga, accelerate the evolution of manga, and update the manga industry. Through this program, they will seek new business proposals from startup companies and individuals from manga, character licensing, and publishing industries. This program will continue accepting ideas until September 30th and then screen the submissions from late October to late November. Now, the winners... The winning submission will receive 1 million yen or 9,300 US dollars to assist in implementing their proposal. The first and second runner-up will receive 500,000 yen, 4,600 US dollars, and 100,000 yen, about 935 dollars, respectively. So that's not bad. So if you want to submit to this program, look it up and you will find more information on it. And that's the news for this day. I think I should be ruffling some paper or doing something else, but, well, it doesn't matter. So, now that we are done with the news, let's get to the segment that is why I started this whole podcast. It is the manga review of the episode, and this one is a great one. It is weird, it is strange, it's kind of addictive. And this is a manga that I spun on that one, not only the Wheel of Manga. And it was dictated to be there reviewing a manga that was written by Osamu Nishi. And this is published by... Akita Shoten, Shoten, and there currently isn't an English publisher, but the anime is available to watch on Crunchyroll and Funimation and Hulu. And the demographic for this is Shonen. Original run is 2017 to present. There are 15 volumes, and this is a comedy fantasy series that is known as Marimarshita Iramakun, or Welcome to Demon School Iramakun. And this is a crazy, weird, pseudo-Izakaius story because it's someone going to another world. But more realistically, the premise of this is our main character, Irima Suzuki, is a kid whose life sucks. His parents have constantly sold him out since the day he was two years old to do everything that they didn't want to do. And they'd use him for different things. And because of that, Irima has become very good at, you know, helping people out. He's addicted to when someone says, please help me, he'll help them. Or when he has to do something, he's able to fix things. He's had several jobs. He's done so many things in his life. And more importantly, his parents have mooched off him for years. And now it is the final straw. His parents have done something truly reprehensible. And what did they do? Well, they summoned a demon and sold their son to the demon for money so they could buy actual champagne. They... Sold him for enough money to buy champagne, which is kind of depressing because a good bottle of champagne will cost you $1,000. And this is a workhorse that has got them lots of money over the years. So they sold him for just 1000 bucks. That's it, which is really depressing. And like I said, to make things matters worse, he's been sold to a demon, an evil demon. And what does this demon want? Does he want to kill Iramakun? Does he want to eat Iramakun? Does he want to use Iramakun as a vessel for his own body? No. The demon introduced himself as Sullivan, or Demon Lord Sullivan, one of the most powerful demons in the demon world, and he wants one thing from Iramakun. He wants to adopt him as his grandson, because all of his friends have grandsons, and he wants the best grandson possible, so he's going to adopt Iramakun. And because he asked him, saying, I, I would like this, would you please do this for me? 
Irimakun says, okay, because he's conditioned to say yes to certain phrases, and that was one of his key phrases that would make him say yes. So now officially Irimakun is the adopted grandson of the great and evil Lord Sullivan, who looks like an old grandpa and wants to be the best grandpa possible for Irimakun. And how is he going to do that? Well, he's going to spoil him rotten, give him lots of toys, lots of items, and he's going to take care of everything for him. Give him a house to live in, give him money, just be the best grandpa ever. But something else, he's going to make sure that his grandson has the best of everything and he's going to be the best education possible so he's going to send him to demon school specifically the school that he is the headmaster of so his grandson is going to be the best that he can be and Hiruma is now enrolled into a school where everybody's a demon and they're going to come and kill him if they found he's a human but Hiruma is going to try to succeed and not let anyone find out and he says you know what I won't stand out but Sullivan's so happy that his grandson's there. He's made his grandson like the student representative and the most popular kid in school and to do all this stuff. And because he he starts off the school reading a forbidden spell that his grandpa said, hey, read this, you'll be you'll be fine. And he's like, I didn't know I couldn't read this. He's like, how did you read that evil forbidden spell? I didn't know I could do that. And because of that, it's led to him being considered a powerful demon. Then this happened off the student that I thought was going to be the most powerful demon, evil Alice Asmodeus, challenges Irmakun to a fight. Because in the demon world, the weak are slaves to the strong. And they get into a huge fight, which is amazing. And the spell that Irmakun said in the beginning, which is this forbidden spell, pretty much means you can't fall over. And Irmakun has a really cool ability. He's not super smart, he's not super strong. But he's able to dodge anything that's sent at him because his life has been so full of danger, he can naturally dodge anything. So he gets in a fight with Asmodeus where Asmodeus is throwing fireballs and trying to kill him and Irmakun dodges every single thing possible. It pretty much ends in a huge fight where he beats Asmodeus through a very, well, let's be honest, it's kind of a fluke. And now, Osmodius has decided that Irmakun is going to be his lord, and he's going to be his best friend. So now he has a new best friend in this school, and he's going to do the best he can. So Irmakun has this one guy, and then he ends up running into the class weirdo, and adopts her as his other best friend. And this is Clara Valix, who is a high and super energetic demon girl who's really strange has the ability to pull anything out of her pockets and she has two shoes that have names and are alive she calls them connor and murph and she's super weird and clingy and insane and she has some of the best gags in the manga including the fact that she takes a class with a succumbus where the succumbus says hey every single woman in my class every girl in my class at least has 10 percent cuteness and she looks at clara and clara is two percent cuteness so she's not cute at all because she's so weird it is a ensemble story about Irmakun existing in this world, learning to be the best he could be, and trying to prevent anyone from finding out he is a human. Now, one character does find out that he's a human, and what does this character do? Do they kill him? No. Do they blackmail him? No. What this character does is she forces Irmakun to read her romance manga, because she has forbidden texts, which are manga, and he has to read it to her, like a storybook. And this is the student council president of the Babel School for Demons, and this is Amari Azezel, 
who looks like a fox girl. And she is a super otaku for human world stuff, even though human world stuff is illegal. And so she's like, I'll, as long as he's reading the manga, I won't turn him in. But And she's kind of falling in love with him, which is weird. Now, that's the majority of the characters except for, well, oh, I forgot, the snipe of the story. An evil teacher that is obsessed with being mean to Irma-kun, but there's a twist. And we're talking about Keligo Nabaris, the homeroom teacher for Irma who thinks that Irma is a waste of space and weird, just like his dumb grandfather. He doesn't know that Irma is a human, and the best part about it is because of a fluke, because Irma is a human, and he does a summoning spell for his familiar, it turns out that that is actually a summoning spell for a demon, and Caligo is pretty much bound to Irma-kun. So Irma-kun is now his master, and he's a familiar. So imagine if Professor Snape from Harry Potter was the servant of Harry Potter due to a fluke. It would drive him crazy, and that's what it is. This series is weird and strange and shouldn't be as good as it is, but it is pretty funny and clever. It is a little bit formulaic with all the things of him being kind of super-powered and every time you think that something's going to happen, it happens the way you think it's going to happen. But it is a bit of a clever show, a uh, manga, and I'm excited to see where it goes, and I really want this to do well. So, yeah. I think that's all I could say about the technicals behind it. The art style is great. The overarching plot is great. So, out of our rating system, I'm going to have to give this a... I'll you know, give it a borrow from a friend and don't return unless offered Pocky. It's really good. It's really inventive and it's a very great series. The only thing which sucks is that you can't... Well, right now you can't get it. It's going to be released soon, but not yet. So, yeah, if... You've read this and you think differently. Let me know. Email me, zanspirecon.com. Let me know what you think. Anyway, remember you can check out any of our earlier episodes, www.spirecon.com. You can email me personally at zanspirecon.com. And random question of the day is going to be, would you want to be adopted by Sullivan? Let me know what you think. And we're almost at the end of the episode. It's time for the manga reviews for the week. This is what came out yesterday, July 21st. There were 32 releases, and I gotta say, some of them are great, and some of them are horrific. Uh, so what was released this week? We had Beastars, Volume 7, the manga. Buck Naked in Another World, the light novel, Volume 1. Bungo Stray Dogs, Volume 4, the light novel. Children of the Whales, Volume 15. Classroom of the Elite, the light novel, Volume 5. Dragon Ghost House Hunting, Volume 5. Fiance of the Wizard, Volume 1. For the Kid I Saw in My Dreams, Volume 5. Goodbye, My Rose Garden, Volume 2. Hell's Paradise, Jigo Kuraku, Volume 3. High School Prodigies Have an Easy Even Another World, The Light Novel, Volume 1. Hero Mia, Volume 14. I'm a Behemoth, an S-ranked monster, but mistaken for a cat. I live as a elf girl's pet, Volume 1, The Light Novel, and Volume 2, The Manga. Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon? On the Side. Sword Oratoria, Volume 12, The Light Novel. Kanasuba, An Explosion of This Magical World, Volume 3, The Light Novel. Levius Est, Volume 5. Manga Girl Raising Project, Volume 9, The Light Novel. May These Laden Battlegrounds Leave No Trace, Volume 1, Light Novel. Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid, Kana's Daily Life, Volume 7. Mobile Suit Gundam Thunderbolt, Volume 14. Manga Wrestling, Interspecies Combat Girls, Volume 3. Mujirushi, the manga. 
my status as an assassin obviously exceeds the heroes volume two no guns life volume six no matter how i looked at it it's your guys fault i'm not popular volume 16 primitive boyfriend volume two raw hero volume two re-zero starting life in another world volume 13 the light novel restaurant to another world volume four the light novel and i'm actually really excited for that one this is the manga that I've been waiting for because I really enjoy Restaurant to the World and I'm excited to get the next volume of the light novel. Uh, Ruby, the official manga, volume one. Showman sample, I was abducted by an elite all-girls school as a sample, commoner, volume 13, and I have no fucking clue why that series is still going on. You know I hate that manga, but anyway. Sorry for my familiar, volume seven. That time I got reincarnated as a slime, volume one, the manga. The case study of Vanitas, volume seven. The Greatest Demon Lord is Reborn as a Typical Nobody, Volume 3, The Light Novel. The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious, Volume 4, The Light Novel. To Save the World, Could You Wake Me Up the Morning After with a Demi-Human, Volume 1. W-I-T-C-H, The Graphic Novel, Volumes Part 4 and Part 7. Oh, par- sorry, Part 6 and Part 7. And, uh... Who Says Warriors Can't Be Babes, Volume 1. And then finally, World End. What do you do at the end of the world? Are you busy? Will you save us? X. And so we got some great titles coming out. Like the one I'm excited for is definitely Restaurant to Another World, ReZero, Raw Hero, uh, Watamote, No Guns Life, uh, My Status as an Assassin Obviously Exceeds the Heroes, Mujirushi, uh, Gundam Thunderbolt, and definitely... You got Beastars Volume 7. The one that I'm just shocked it's still coming out is, like I said, Showman Sample. I do want to check out High School Prodigies, have it easy, even in another world, because that anime was so weird. I'm curious how the light novel is comparatively, but I don't know. Let me know what you think. Email me, zanspirecon.com, let me know. So, with that in mind, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one, that only, the Yes, friends, the Wheel of Manga, except no substitute. What is the Wheel of Manga? The Wheel of Manga is a Wheel of Fortune with 10 slots on What I've done is I've assigned a manga title to each of the 10 slots. So what we're going to do is we're going to spin the Wheel of Manga. Whatever number it lands on, the manga that's connected to that number is the manga review in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review. Episode 379, and I've got to admit, there are some really great titles on here. And I'm so excited to see what we get. So let us spin and see what we're going to review in the next episode, shall we? Number one. Whoa, I've been waiting for this one for like two years. So, I guess in the next episode of the Spyrokin Manga Review, we're reviewing a manga about a little girl with green hair who believes she comes from an island to the left. And what are we talking about? We're talking about Yatsuba. Weird and strange manga that is weirdly adorable. So I guess that's it for this episode. Um, Thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys had fun and... I'm your Hosan. I'm Gonzo. Catch you guys next time and keep reading manga. I'll yeah, see you later. We are just getting started. Mighty Mount the Pompidou.
Yeah. Yeah. 